0: Hey guys, welcome back for another episode. This is Makesh with Cults and Theories. Um, Today we don't have Sam with us, but we do have uh, Mackenzie, a good friend of mine. We're going to be talking about Area 51. Um, Just a heads up, I'm still getting used to the mics, so I may sound a little distant, but going forward, we'll have, you know, more closeness to the mic And you also may hear some background noises. We're working on that. So keep listening, keep liking, and keep sharing. And uh, here's the show. Thanks. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Episode two. I'm so excited. Um, this is Mikesh, and I'm here tonight with my friend, um uh, Mackenzie. Hello. We're going over Area 51. Tonight is the first conspiracy theory, one of many that we'll talk about. Area 51, I feel like, is one of those that's popular, but not a lot of people know a lot about it, because honestly, I didn't, um, so we'll be talking about that. So, I want to say... Thank you to everyone who's been liking the page, liking uh Facebook, Instagram, liking the posts. Um we have a couple iTunes ratings, five star ratings which makes me feel really really proud, so awesome. Happy now. And we have a couple Patreon donators or donate donors. I'm sorry. I always want to say donators cuz that seems like it makes sense, but no, it's donors. Um So thank you. It really makes me feel proud. My cheeks are blushing because I'm I'm just, God, I'm just ridiculous. Um, So we do have our Patreon page for those who do want to donate. It's on the Facebook page as well as Instagram. Um, You can choose the $5 monthly donations or you can just do a one time. I plan on having some listener episodes where you can get some more information as well as I talked about this last week but I want to create a cult, or not a create, but there are some charities that help with ex-cult members who are trying to re-enter society. Um, Sometimes they're in their mid-20s, they don't know how to go about life, so I want to, there's a couple charities that'll help them create bank accounts, um, get their driver's license, show them how to be a functioning member, and I want to help donate to those. So that'll be coming soon. I did want to talk about Mackenzie. Why do you find, I don't want to just say conspiracy theories, but like what about this genre kind of makes you interested? Like what first got you into it?
1: Sandy Hook was the first thing that got me into conspiracy theories. I had some questions on that. Um, I had a lot of questions on that, and I reached out to an uncle of mine, and he ended up being conspiracy theorist of some sort. Nice. And um, we went into a lot of things, all the way down to Freemasonry. And really, I've just been hooked ever since.
0: I uh, see. I'm not when I when it comes to cults. I know my I know my stuff. But when it comes to conspiracy theories, I'm interested. But I'm not a strong believer in anything just because I don't know about it. So it'll be interesting to go through these episodes and learn. I mean, already I had to change my theme a couple times because they were just so scary. (laughs) Like, Agenda 21. Have Mm -hmm. you heard of that one? I've heard of that. God, that one terrified me. Oh, God. So I was like, "Mm -mm, nope, I'm just going to pretend this doesn't exist. (laughs) And I'm going to go with Area 51. Uh, Okay. Anyway, moving on from that because I'm like, Sweating. What is your favorite theme or idea or theory, if that's even easy to ask? <laughs> new,
1: new World Order, huh? I would say. It goes deep-rooted into Freemasonry back in Europe before it had even come to the U.S. Mm-hmm. years and years ago. Um, it's pretty deep-rooted. There's a lot of symbolism in it and our dollar bills and, and a lot of the things in D.C. So Really? Yeah. Brady
0: oh, I'm so excited. I want to learn all about it. You can, I can teach you about cults mm. and you can teach me... Oh, oops. Alexa heard some... Er, dang it! Cancel! <laughs> we mm.
1: have... Alexa...
0: I can't say it too loud, but we have one of those and so if you say anything close to A-L-E-X-A I forgot how to spell. <laughs> then it chimes on. So we're just going to forget about that part. So... Let's get to this. So I have kind of a printout of the general Area 51, and then after that I'll get into some of the stories that people have told. Um, So first off, in early 1950s, U.S. planes were conducting low-flying recon missions over the USSR, but there were constant worries of them being spotted and shot down. So, in 1954, President Eisenhower authorized the development of a top-secret, high-altitude recon aircraft dubbed Project Aquatone. So far, does that make sense? Because you know about this. Yes. Okay, cool. So, if I say anything wrong, let me know. Um, the program requires a remote location that wasn't easily accessible to civilians or spies. Area 51 fit the bill perfectly. It was in the Nevada desert near a salt flat called Groom Lake. No one knows exactly why it's called Area 51, but one theory suggests it came from the proximity to the Nevada nuclear testing sites. The Nevada test site was divided into number designated areas by the Atomic Energy Commission. The location was already familiar territory for the military, as it had served as a World War II aerial gunnery range. In the summer of 1955, sightings of unidentified flying objects were reported around Area 51. That's because the Air Force had begun its testing of the U-2 aircraft. The U-2 can fly higher than 6,000 feet, and at a time, normal airliners were flying 10,000 to 20,000 feet range. So this is like three times higher. But at that point, can you even see them?
1: Oh, You can. You can see them.
0: Okay. Because I don't know what... How far?
1: People see them zipping around with their lights on. Really?
0: Okay. Okay. Um, While military aircrafts topped out about 4,000 feet, so if a pilot spotted a tiny speck that was the U-2 high above it, they would have no idea what it was, and they usually let their aircraft controller know someone was out there, which is what led to the increase of UFO sightings in the area. While Air Force officials knew the UFO sightings were U-2 tests, they couldn't really tell the public. So they explained the aircraft sightings by saying they were natural phenomena and high-altitude weather research. So like air balloon or weather balloons. Um, the testing of the U-2 ended in the late 1950s, but Area 51 has continued to serve as the testing ground for many aircrafts, including the F-117A, A-12, and Tactic Blue. No one knows for sure what Area 51 is up to these days. The government never even publicly acknowledged the existence of the base until 2013 with the release of some small, unmarked passenger planes in a fenced-off area. They're how Area 51 employees get to work from their homes in Vegas.
1: So, you can't drive? There's no cars in and out. They literally fly from unmarked planes from Las Vegas, Nevada Airport. What? What?
0: So then why are there gates? Because I've, I've seen... Okay, I've seen pictures. So where are there gates?
1: They don't want anybody in there. If you get near their property, there's people that come out on um, four-wheelers, track you down. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. So there's some shit there.
1: There's something going on there that they, they don't want us to see.
0: Well, I have some stories from people who say they know what's going on. And I'll, I'll just put this out there... I'm not for or against it. I'm just reading the facts and reading the stories. That's why I like having you here, because you can tell me what you think is right and what you don't. All right. This is from a former Area 51 worker who spills the beans on live radio. Gets cut off after that. Okay. So this is likely just an elaborate hoax, but it's creepy and entertaining nonetheless. In 1997, a guy called into a radio show called Coast to Coast, hosted by Art Bell, that claimed that he had worked in Area 51. He said, sounding pretty terrified, that extra-dimensional beings have infiltrated a lot of aspects of the military establishment, and that they want to, quote, wipe out the majority population centers. During the call, the satellite transmission carrying the show was legitimately interrupted, leading many to believe that the government was monitoring the call. The man called back several more times.
1: I remember this story. Really? Yes.
0: Did you, what, anything else that you know?
1: I'm not sure that I believe in extraterrestrial life, <laughs> but he felt strongly enough to speak about it. So mm-hmm. there's something going on. He's not the only person who's come out and said something like that.
0: See, and that's what I don't know of. If a lot of people are talking about it, does that mean that it sh- there's some truth to it? Or are they just...
1: There's got to be some truth somewhere to some... some There's truth to part of that somewhere. You really have to have faith to believe in something that you haven't seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's got to be hard evidence somewhere of an extraterrestrial life. Yeah. For you, for you to personally believe in it. To believe, really
0: believe it. it, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anything... But it's kind of a cool thought that we're not alone. It is an
1: interesting theory. Hopefully.
0: Because we may wipe out the earth at some point and need to go somewhere else. It's true. All right, so the next story is from Tom DeLounge. So he's the guy from Blink-182. you know how to say his last name? I don't. All right. So we're just going to say DeLounge Phonetics. Uh, He says he heard an alien chatter while camping near Area 51. So it says, the story goes, pop punk icon Tom DeLonge, uh, I don't know why I put that in there twice, so I have to say it twice. Um, so the pop punk icon Tom DeLonge of Blink-182 has a little known sign project, Alien Hunter, in an interview with the paper in, paper is like italicized, so it's something, um, in 2015, he says he spent a few nights camping near Area 51 to see what all the fuss was about. So here's what happened. I woke up right around 3am, my whole body felt like it had static electricity, and my eyes opened, uh, and I opened my eyes, and the fire is still going. There's a conversation going outside the tent, it sounded like there were about 20 people talking, and instantly my mind goes, okay, they're at our campsite, they're not here to hurt us, they're talking about shit, but I can't make out what they're saying, but they're working on something. Then I close my eyes and wake up, and the fire's out, and I have about three hours lost, of, or I have lost about three hours of time. Okay, it could be a bunch of people that are speaking a different language you don't know
1: around his tent, around his tent at a campsite with how many other campsites? That's, that's right I get you on that one.
0: Did you like? Take hallucinogens before you
1: went to bed, did there you? <laughs> could have been drinking involved. There could have been something. He a rocks are. Yes. However, I think the force, or whatever it was he was speaking about, that he felt before he heard people talking. Right. I do believe that they are making out-of-this-world spacecraft in Area 51. Is there some sort of magnetic pull from that area? Mm-hmm. Because they're using materials that we're not typically using. Right, that we don't we don't know what the effects of those things are. I, I mean, they will not even let anybody in there, so we have no clue what they're doing. But they're exactly. doing something.
0: Well, and fun fact, I when I googled Area Fifty One, you know how Google normally shows like on the right their hours of operation and like contact info, it just shows a picture of the gate and it says permanently closed yes. and nothing else.
1: Yes, and it it's not <laughs> closed. <laughs>
0: I don't think so. It's
1: not closed. It's still armed. Um, there's still people manning it on mm-hmm. the outside. There was nothing to hide in there. If There was something going on. There right. are people on um, four-wheeler looking mobiles out there tracking down people who are trying to get around or get in or get a peek at it. They don't want mm-hmm. anybody to even get a peek at it. There's something. Usually when you do that, there's something to hide.
0: I mean, yeah. And then the more, I feel like the more you guard
1: it, the more you're like, the more I want people to see it. Right. And the more people want to know what why why, why do you why do why you, do you feel like I have to hide something there? Yeah. Just go. <laughs> I'm afraid I can make a shot. <laughs> I really am.
0: I'll just pretend like I stumbled upon the area like I'm from out of town. I was just touring Nevada. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea area that do one existed. I just
1: <laughs> and then they Google you and <laughs>
0: <laughs> just kidding. My browsing history on Oh my purse just fell. Um, do you believe in ghosts?
1: It's a Mary 51 Aliens zoo when I was talking about this.
0: Obviously. Okay, so for those of you that didn't hear, my purse just decided to fall off its carefully stacked stack. And we do, I do feel like this house has a ghost. We call her Eleanor. She's really nice. But she fucks with my stuff. She really does. And she likes to, like, hide some of my stuff. Um, my eyelash curler was, was missing
1: for, like, to a week. lashes.
0: I know! I just need to curl my lashes. And then all of a sudden, I find it in my underwear drawer.
1: Fuck. That girl. That girl.
0: It scared the shit out of me. And I apologize if you hear people downstairs. These mics are just too good. That's what happens when you get high-quality stuff. All right, let's get back to it. Um, okay, so my next story. So we finished Blink-182 Guy. Let's take that as it is. Um, the Roswell aliens might have been tiny... <laughs> I forgot I put this in there. <laughs> the go. Roswell aliens might have been tiny Soviets engineered by Nazi fugitives. You're hiding a laugh.
1: That's a theory.
0: Yeah. It's
1: not one. <laughs> fond of, but it's a theory. <laughs>
0: now offensive
1: <laughs> i don't know what it
0: is <laughs> okay so uh the los angeles times journalist annie jacobson has a pretty creepy explanation for the little gray men of area 51 jacobson says that a first-hand witness told her the little gray alien looking dudes that allegedly crashed into roswell new mexico in 1947 were actually child-sized soviets that were pilots from a human experimental program, possibly led by Nazi fugitive Dr. Joseph Men... Men... Yeah, we'll just kind of go from there. Uh, Made to look like aliens, quote, a la Orson Welles. I don't speak German. It's not my first language, but it means War of the Worlds. Um... Why would Soviets dress up human experiments and crash them into the desert of the American Southwest? Jacobson says it was meant to be a warning shot over President Truman's bow to show that pre-nuclear Stalin could compete in a world of black propaganda. If that doesn't make much sense to you, you're not alone. Good, <laughs> because it didn't make sense to me. Please explain. Uh,
1: we've been blaming everything on the Russians for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. A long, long time. Even the aliens landed. My goodness. That's, that's, I like the story. It's hilarious.
0: Yeah. I mean, it sounds a little insensitive.
1: Back then, everything was blamed on the Soviets. Absolutely yeah. everything. We're still doing it to this day. Russia, 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 right? Right. Um, I think it was just a, a pointing the finger. They're trying to spy on us. thing. Mm-hmm. I've been to Roswell, New Mexico. Oh. Nobody described bribed them as little. Yeah. At all. No. And no, I've seen a replica of the crash. and Nobody described them as little. I've been to the museum. I learned a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, this was during the Cold War as well. Yeah. So that would make sense as to why they're, like, trying to put the blame.
1: On somebody else. I mean, right. Total, makes total sense. I just think that's not how anybody described them.
0: Right. There's not a lot of accounts of little yeah, German people.
1: No, but it's a good theory. I, I really like it. Mean, <laughs> it's
0: creative. It's
1: super creative. I, I'm not sure that's what happened, but it's super creative, but I like it.
0: I'm going to go through this last story, and then I'm going to ask you what you think. Go ahead. Because I'm, I'm a blank page on this. So, uh, last story I have, a man claims he steps through the whole year, like this one. A man claims he stepped through a portal into another dimension near Area 51. So British children's book author Mike Oram says that he and his wife, Fran, were abducted by sinister military-dressed beings outside of Area 51 in 2004 and were taken through a portal to another dimension to be experimented on. Fortunately, I, I read this at work and I just... I lost it. And people were looking at me like I was freaking crazy. Looking at my computer going, what the fuck are you looking at? Alright, so fortunately, his space brother, an alien who watches over him, rescued them and, quote, ordered their captors to return them to their vehicle. So their vehicle here on Earth. The couple was pretty shaken up by the whole ordeal. Quote, it was so bad, Fran said she would never ever step foot in America again, Aram says. He also claims that. What the? Boss Richard. That wasn't an- it.
1: <laughs> the aliens.
0: So, in case you guys don't know, another thing dropped from its secured stack and it's a piece of paper. Actually, funny enough, it's my driver's safety course papers that I have to take.
1: The aliens.
0: The aliens are like, take your fucking lessons and stop talking about us. <laughs> Maybe they're offended that I'm laughing.
1: They might be. Shit. We should stop laughing. We
0: should stop laughing. Okay, serious. Uh, he also claims that a space brother from another space mother... Pre- I'm sorry, I'm going to laugh again.
1: <laughs> space brother from another from space, space mother. mother.
0: I'm going to... Oh, God. All right. Took him on board... Okay, so we're let's start that over. He also claims that a space brother from another space mother, presumably took him on board an alien aircraft, and put him through a, quote, detox to cleanse him after his Area 51 experience. And then the story ends with, space bros! I don't know why that's important. You know, I,
1: gosh, I mean, kind of reminds me of that, like, owl movie that was about in Alaska where they seen the owl and the aliens took him and all that stuff. I'm just not sure about that one. I can't even remember what white noise was my name. Of I the have movie. no idea. I think I need yeah, it must just this. be like a true story. Uh, White noise. I watched it once, probably just half asleep when I watched it. But um, yeah, they get taken by aliens. I just wow, it's a good story. Took you back. Yeah, <laughs> it really did. It kind of remind me of that one. Um, space Bro.
0: <laughs> I, I'm just curious where the story doesn't go into depth about who is this space brother. How did you know you have a space brother? Where were you? So you we were area... Oh, I'm sorry. Outside Area 51. So they, I we know now where they're at.
1: But... So do all of these conspiracy theories... I guess I have to call these stories... No offense to anybody who wrote these stories or they come from a conspiracy just because there's no proof of aliens yet. Yeah. But did they get these stories because it came to mind... Maybe something weird happened and they were in the area and they're like, oh, it's because Area 51 is near. Or did it happen and they not know Area 51 was near and they looked into it and they're like, God,
0: aliens. Well, all these stories happen to be of people who have been in that area directly.
1: But did they know that they, going into an Area 51 area, did they know that? Yes. So they knew that. Yes. Just I'm not so sure. I believe that there's stuff, there's stuff going on. I have my own thoughts on what's going on there. Do I think it's aliens? I'm not sure. I think there's something going on there. I guess mm-hmm. I have to have, for some reason, maybe because it's not biblical, I have to have hard evidence of aliens.
0: Yeah, that's fair. The I mean,
1: spacecraft that they're building there. I don't need Harvard evidence of that. I've seen it. You Latin. know that. It's yeah, I say. Oh gosh, there's YouTube videos out there of all all sorts of YouTube's videos out there. Yeah. Of of lights. Yeah. You know, and they look like those quote-unquote UFO lights. Yeah. Like, we all know what those look like. And then they're zipping around, and they're going up and down, and making all these weird turns and stuff. And they're, like, going in these patterns and weaving in and out. And sometimes they do look like that circular, typical UFO. Because I yeah. do think they're making some... Something. Right, and President Trump wants us to have like a space force, right? Why would he want us to have a space force? I you didn't either. know that, yeah? That's happening last been... year. He wants us to have a space force. He wants us to have that high technology airplane, aircraft. But why? Why are for what why purpose? yeah? Why do we need to have something that high tech? And I think they've been building it since Area Fifty One is. That's what I believe Area One Fifty One was built for. Yeah. Was so we could have that high tech spacecraft. I think that President Trump wants to bring that to light. That we've mm. not that it's a new thing, and oh, mm-hmm. we're going to start doing that. No, I think we've been doing that, mm-hmm. and I think that he wants us to now like be able to utilize this stuff for for whatever purpose. I don't know. Maybe it's because there's aliens and we're working with them or something. <laughs> it, that could be true. <laughs> it could be the fact that maybe other countries like Russia or somebody you know China, whoever, yeah. has high-tech aircraft like that as well that's alien-ish. It's out of mm-hmm. this world. I mean, it would be out of this world to us because we haven't seen it. Right. But um I do believe that they're making stuff like that. There's been just too many videos that I've seen of mm-hmm. weird aircraft like that flying around in that area.
0: Do you ever wonder if those videos are um edited? Like Staged? Staged,
1: there we go. Gosh, there's some of them that just, they're not... I can say it. They're not. And there's Mm -hmm. too many of those, like the SpaceX videos, you know, Mm -hmm. that people post like in New York where there's that, or California, I think even Chris Brown posted (laughs) a video and it ended up being SpaceX and they were doing Mm -hmm. some launch, you know, I really think they're launching their aircraft out of there and they're testing it out. That's Mm -hmm. why it's so secretive. Do Mm -hmm. I think it's because there's aliens there? Been to Roswell, didn't see any aliens, learned a lot about it. You know, if somebody could show me a real alien, maybe I'll believe you. Or if you have an encounter with one, you can tell me your experience in person. That would be great.
0: Right. It's hard when it's online.
1: Yeah, but the spacecraft, like, that is something that I can't believe because I think we do possess that technology. The
0: ability to do that. So my
1: faith is in the spacecraft, not the alien.
0: No, that's fair. That's valid because you're able to see the evidence and go, that evidence is right, but... I can't, we can't prove the aliens.
1: Which makes it a conspiracy. Right. At this point, the aircraft is no longer a conspiracy. President Trump's like, we need the space forces, but we're working towards, we're achieving this space force, which again, I'll, I'll reiterate, I think that we've already had it. Right. And he's bringing it to, He's to just light. trying to push it along. But the alien thing, man, that's just something I can't hop on that bandwagon yet. That's right. what makes it a conspiracy. Right. We don't have proof Yet. Yet not facts yet
0: well i i did read a lot of ideas and apparently there was a movie that came out right before the original abduction which kind of gave this alien-like look and they reported that the couple that got abducted Quoted the same alien type that they saw in the movie. Yeah, so they're right. they're saying like it's an idea that kind of got put in your mind
1: uh, beforehand,
0: yes. and then all of a sudden you have this crazy
1: experience. Kind of, I don't know, MK Ultra, whatever they call it, where the it's something that's placed in your mind already, right. and then you're recounting like I was abducted. They could have been abducted by anything. They don't know. Did they see the beings? Or did they really look just like what was in the movie? Right.
0: Well, and so the fun fact on that is that apparently the husband doesn't remember... I I can't remember the name of the couple, so I'm sorry about that. But the original couple that started this whole thing, the husband doesn't really remember everything. And so they... But the wife does. And so the, the theory on that is that the wife made up this whole thing told her husband everything that happened, and then when they were put under hypnosis, he wasn't able to remember anything, but she was able to recite it, quote, uh, like verbatim. So the theory is is that she got it so in her mind that all of this happened that she was able to reproduce that in her subconscious, but he wasn't able to because it didn't happen been for him the same way.
1: It could have been that she projected what she thought happened onto mm-hmm. him. He reiterated it. They're mm-hmm. under hypnosis. He doesn't He doesn't remember.
0: Because said, it really didn't
1: happen. Exactly. But to her, there's some people out there that are sociopaths that literally tell themselves that things happen that really don't. Exactly.
0: Like with false pregnancies.
1: Yes, they believe it.
0: Yes. Your mind is such a powerful thing that if... Oh God, I'm getting the chills. This is weird. But like If you make yourself believe something so much, like pathological... Words. Pathological liars will believe their lies so much because they've made their brains think that this is reality.
1: At that point, it is to them. Yes. The truth. It is reality. Mm -hmm. Um, There's plenty of people out there that have testified Mm -hmm. that things have happened because they feel that way and it's not true.
0: Exactly. Um... Alright, Mackenzie, any last thoughts? An Area
1: 51?
0: Yeah. What do you, I mean, we already talked about what you think, but like, what do you really think?
1: <laughs> I think that we have been building a Space Force for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that Space Force looks like. I don't know what their tactics are. I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I believe this based off the videos I've seen that people have posted. And there's just so many videos from that area of not just one or two, like multiple flying in uh, Formations. formation, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like it's planned. And there's something going on there. And now all of a sudden we're, we've got this space force that we're working on. I don't think it's new. I think we've been working on it for a little while and mm-hmm. we're just bringing it to the forefront. That's what I think.
0: Okay. That's a good theory. I think it's a logical theory. Like, we know that there are spacecrafts. Tangible. Tangible, yes. We know that there are things flying. We just don't know who's driving them.
1: Don't know who's driving them? Yeah. Don't know what it's made of. Don't know how it looks that way. But there are things in our sky that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a drone. Is your neighbor ever thought? Yeah. Born a drone <laughs> over your back patio where you're hanging out and you're like, what mm-hmm. are those lights? What is that? Mm-hmm. It's like that. But on steroids, with yeah. these videos that I'm seeing, and I'm like, yeah. okay, those are drones. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're aliens, but I think they're humans that have created this from, yeah. I don't know what. Interesting. I hope that uh, we get some more answers on that,
0: though. I hope so. I wonder if it's a thing, the reason they are keeping it so hidden is because it will scare us. And put us into, like, a state of panic.
1: I do believe that... 100 yeah. percent. I'm not sure why we need Space Force. Maybe there's like war, a war going on up there. War of the world. Whoa. War. We didn't even know that. There could be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technology could have surpassed you and I and be yeah. up there. But um, there's something going on. There's a, I, I do believe in the next couple of years, at least while Trump's president, mm-hmm. if he gets reelected, maybe it'll happen further down the road. But yeah. I think that uh, that's something he wants to speak on. Mm-hmm. And I think that we will hear more about it. Mm -hmm. Because you can't just say, we're starting a Space Force and not talk about it. Right. We're starting a military Space Force. What is it? Why are we doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Please tell us more.
0: (laughs) And then, now is my favorite part of the episode. We're going to talk about our favorite um, TV show, movie, uh, podcast of the week. This week, my favorite, well, I actually haven't technically watched it yet, but it is the Zac Efron version of Ted Bundy the movie that they put on Netflix
1: that looks good
0: I haven't watched it yet and I'm not gonna lie I wanted to make this episode or this recording go fast so I could watch it but the boys are freaking down on the tv so I can't watch it right now but I am just fascinated and I think Zac Efron's gonna do a killer (laughs) killer job (laughs) I made a pun I think and people are giving it like I read one review where it's like, Zac Efron's too good looking for it, and I'm like,
1: Well, that's no." Like he tantalized the girls into doing what he was doing.
0: Exactly. I'm like, yeah, if, that, if Ted Bundy looked like Zac Efron, you bet your ass I'll do whatever you want. Right.
1: <laughs> he had to have been attractive.
0: Uh-huh. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch that tonight, and then maybe next week give a sh- brief overview. I won't give any spoilers away. Well, I mean, everyone knows the story, but anyway, that's why I am excited to sit down and watch Netflix. What is yours?
1: I've been getting into a lot of Joe Rogan the past few weeks. Oh,
0: all right. Okay. This
1: week, I'm not sure if it's a new episode at all Mm -hmm. of Joe Rogan, but um, it did come up in my YouTube feed about intermittent fasting, which is something that I do. Uh huh. Um, I learned a lot about it this week. I learned that I was doing it wrong. So there's many ways to do it, but I am one of those people that eat from 12 to 8 p.m. and that's oh. it. And I learned that even coffee and tea and anything like that before your 12 p.m. You know, but you uh-huh. know between your hours that you're not fasting, that does start your fast. That is, that is something that kickstarts it. You have to be on zero, like zero no water yeah like no, wait, no water food. no no food no no beverage like you can't be like coffee is considered your quote-unquote food See, i
0: always wondered about that because they're like you can drink coffee and tea and i'm like yeah but and that's what i was told that's a to lot li-
1: yeah and that's a life. We that was that is what is jump-starting <gasps> your metabolism mm-hmm. when you're when you're on the fast and yeah. so it's a no-no and i was doing that I would have a green tea or mm-hmm. some coffee before mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and that's a no, no, you can't do that because hmm. fasting, the whole idea of fasting came from the hunter gatherer stage. Yeah. When yeah. we, we had a hunt for our own food. So you couldn't eat for a while. And I will say, I am one of those people that dropped about 10 or 15 pounds doing intermittent fasting. Nice. Um, that's how able to lose loss of my 80 pounds that I lost but um I'm a total believer yeah thank you yeah I am a believer of the intermittent fasting and sometimes Mm -hmm. I do fasted cardio so at 11 o'clock I'll run for 45 minutes and then I'll eat at 12 Mm -hmm. um it I'm I'm not bloated anymore Mm -hmm. like I had a bloated problem Mm -hmm. um sleep better there's i feel better my sister even did it she dropped 20 pounds in her first month not nice. by changing her diet just by eating from 12 to 8
0: just changing up when you eat
1: just changing up when you eat and mm-hmm. it it jump starts your metabolism mm-hmm. there's a lot of information out there it's something i really should look up
0: yeah i tried it the only part is is that i have like low blood sugar issues so if I go a long period of time without eating, I get shakes, and it's I get sick?
1: Not for everyone.
0: It's not, and that's what's frustrating, because now I have to, like, eat all the time, and I'm <laughs> just kidding.
1: <laughs> I I personally believe it evened out my hormones. Really? I, I do have hormone deficiencies, mm-hmm. a lot of hormone issues. It evened out a lot of things for me um, where I was no longer taking medication because of how sick it made me. I yeah. felt like I needed to do something. I looked into intermittent fasting, which is yeah. somebody, something that somebody has similar hormone problems to mine recommended. Mm-hmm. I did it, um, and then after a couple of weeks of doing that, I cut out the caffeine. I felt ten mm-hmm. times better cutting out caffeine. Gosh, yep. that's like a rude circle that we're all in. Like, it is. I'm tired, so I got to drink the caffeine. Now I can't yep. sleep because I drank caffeine, and then the next day you repeat this cycle. Yeah. And with the intermittent fasting, gosh, people just feel a lot better. Yeah. Not lethargic, and you literally can eat whatever you want. And I promise you, like I didn't gain any weight. Anybody have known they they did it and ate whatever they want. Um. Mm-hmm. I do it, and I try to eat, like, 90% good. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. if you take out the chocolate or the salty <sighs> snacks, the good just stuff, craving it. You, right? I mean, you will drive yourself crazy. Yeah. But in doing this, you're just, I mean, I was still able to work out, even on a fasted belly. Yeah. And do just fine. I actually felt like I had more energy. Really? Absolutely. Stand by it 100%. God damn it. I wish I
0: could do it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll ease it my way into it. It takes about
1: three days mentally Really to get into it. And then you're like, you have to think after those three days. Okay, I just have to commit to one day. And then after one day, you're like, okay, I can do this another day. And yeah. after three days, you're like, that's when you start noticing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I feel better. I'm not bloated.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Gosh, I, I have more energy. Like, I wake up and I'm actually happy to go to work. Like, yeah. I'm ready to do this. Let's get this day. Let's do whatever. Yeah. And um, that was a feeling that he needed at the time that I started. It was just kind of. Not really enjoying life. I'm really like when I try to get out of bed, it was just so hard. And then mm-hmm. I started the intermittent fasting, and my goodness, I can sing all of his praises for a long time. I just felt a lot better. But it isn't for everybody. Some people are like diabetics and stuff. Like yeah, it's not for everybody.
0: We are in no way, shape, or form dietitians or no. doctors. But I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. Yeah, I, I recommend mean,
1: that people at least try it. Yeah. Our ancestors did it. I mean, I mean they, they had no survived. To do it, but <laughs> they yeah, had to hunt for your own food. But uh, yeah. yeah, they survived, and that was when people were in like a lot better, healthier state. I feel like back yeah. then. Yeah. So it it's worth it. I do recommend it. But okay. look up uh, because it, it definitely doesn't go with everybody. Everybody yes. has their own health problems, and it, it doesn't meet up with every one of those. So right, do what's best for you.
0: So you, I'm sorry, you watched a video from. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for anyone who wants to look it up, what would they search? Like how Joe would they Rogan find
1: intermittent fasting. Okay. And he actually has like three different videos. He's had three different people come on his show to talk about intermittent fasting.
0: Really? <laughs>
1: it's that popular. Huh. Um, and honestly, I, I do CrossFit. And I even know CrossFitters who do it. I'm a runner. I do running and cr- I'm a marathon runner and I do CrossFit and wow. I do it. Um, there's a lot of athletes out there who do it and mm-hmm. they're body percent that like it's just really low yeah so there's got i mean it it works for the people that are doing it and they're yeah. addicted to it i mean these people who do it are really proud of it and they really like talk it up there's reasons but like i said if you have certain health problems it's not going to work for you
0: right consult your doctor yeah <laughs> do your research yeah. but oh it's awesome yeah. cool Okay, hey,
1: thanks yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, no problem. Man, that's a lot to digest. Especially for, like, a new person to conspiracy theories.
1: Well, welcome and welcome.
0: God, thank you. The
1: conspiracy world. There's <laughs> a lot to digest. There. It
0: is. Hopefully we get an update. Maybe we'll do another episode later on, more in-depth. Maybe we can do
1: one on Space Force in general and just see what the U.S. is doing with it. That'd be interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. so much planned. Yes. That was, that was a good good amount of info. I'm still trying to process. But if you liked the episode, even if you didn't, you can always go on to iTunes, give us a five star. It really makes us feel good. And it promotes the podcast. Um, I know that Sam and I, um, and then hopefully with you, we can create, um, like a couple episodes to have on hand so we can just kind of push some episodes out. Cause I know, new podcast we only have like two episodes but I want to have a good little arsenal of things that people can come listen to um really get a taste of what this will be like so again we can be found on iTunes at Colts and Theory so the and is the and symbol uh Facebook Instagram I do have a Twitter for the podcast but I still haven't set anything up so I wouldn't expect that anytime
1: soon. I'm just not a fan of Twitter. No, I'm not either. Okay. Oh, I don't have Facebook. I not have Instagram anymore. <laughs> I just deleted my Instagram. I'm not. I have a Twitter. Uh-huh. I haven't used it since like 2014 or something. Wow. Yeah, I'm just not a fan.
0: That's and that's fine. I mean, honestly, the only reason I think I'm on Instagram and Facebook is for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I'm, now I'm just kind of promoting everything, but um, maybe, maybe I'll get on the Twitter bandwagon. Band wagon there we go uh last but not least we do have patreon if you guys can donate that would mean the world to me it helps keep the podcast going and then also like I said I think in the next couple days I will start up a donation site within patreon um the link to that is in the facebook page and it's also on my or not my but the podcast instagram um in the bio so Other than that, stay woke my friends.